Friend, are you happy? Are you truly happy with life? The Bible says much about being happy. Actually, the word blessed is used. To be blessed spiritually? Well, now there is true happiness. And that's what we will discuss today from the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For almost 90 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. I am bound for the promised land. Thank you to our J-Web and greetings to all of you. It's so good to have you join us for our broadcast here from the International Gospel Hour. This is our lengthier weekly broadcast that many of you hear all over the world. We have it available on our website, through our podcast platforms, and through a number of radio stations as well. Wherever you're listening to us, we appreciate you joining us in a study of the Word of God each and every week. Let's begin with the Gospel of John, chapter 13, beginning with verse 16. Jesus says, Most assuredly, I say to you, A servant is not greater than his master, nor is he who is sent greater than he who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. Now, in the beloved King James Version, we see the word happy here, or happy are you if you do them. Now, the word happy or blessed, let's talk about a couple of other scriptures that will explain how these words are used. In Acts 26 and verse 2, Paul says, I think myself happy, King Agrippa, because I shall answer for myself this day before you, touching all the things whereof I am accused of the Jews. Now, here is Paul on trial. Well, how could he be happy? Well, because he was blessed in Christ and for the opportunity to speak about Christ to Agrippa. Listen to James from James 5, verse 11. Behold, we count them happy which endure. You have heard of the patience of Job and have seen the end of the Lord, that the Lord is very pitiful and of tender mercy. So one is happy because one endures, and one endures because they are blessed of God and walk within those blessings that come from God. The special feature in the New Testament is the use of the term for the distinctive joy which comes through participation in the divine kingdom. These are the words of a gentleman by the name of Hawk from the Theological Dictionary of the New Testament, page 548. Let's note that statement again. The special feature in the New Testament is use of the term for the distinctive joy which comes through participation in the divine kingdom. Okay, now let's go from there. So if one blessed is one that is in the divine kingdom of God, well, yes, we would affirm that in light of the scriptures. Listen to Ephesians 1, 1 through 3. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, to the saints who are in Ephesus and faithful in Christ Jesus, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. So, as we ask again, 
is one blessed if one is in the kingdom of God? Well, Paul is writing here to the saints who are in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ Jesus. He's writing unto those who have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. So one is a blessed individual and happy to be about the work of the Lord when one is in the kingdom or in the church. Let's see this parallel from Colossians 1, verses 1 and 2, and then let's drop down to verses 13 and 14. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ who are in Colossae, he has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love, in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. Well, he's writing to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ, and he says how they were conveyed into the kingdom of the Son of His love and how they have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. And so, dear friends, when we look at that thought from Hawk, the writer of the Theological Dictionary of the New Testament, of participation in the divine kingdom, well, dear friends, true happiness is to be a true blessing for the Christian. And when we talk about happiness, we want to speak of that in a spiritual sense. So, let's see today a few of the things that await the one who is happy, who is blessed, spiritually. And let's look at those things together. But first, our J-Web has a very special free offer for you for your iPhone or your Android. Here is our J-Web with more details about the International Gospel Hour app. Have you downloaded the International Gospel Hour app for your iPhone or Android? Go to the App Store for iPhones and Google Play for your Android, search International Gospel Hour, and download our app free. Our app allows access to our website, social media, podcast, our YouTube channel, and other resources. Please download the International Gospel Hour app today. It's free. Dear friends, happy are you, blessed are you, if you are in Christ. We noted that a little earlier, but let's think about this a little more. In 2 Corinthians 5.17, we note that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. And in Romans 8 and verse 1, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. In Revelation 14.13, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord. And it goes on to tell us how that they may rest from their labors and their works do follow them. Now, dear friends, the phrase in Christ without exception is a phrase that is parallel with the church. Everything that is in Christ in his body is in the church. For after all, the church is his body, Ephesians 1, 22 and 23 and Colossians 1, 18. Everything that is in Christ is in the church. We would ask the question, Are you in Christ, and are you in His church? For if you are in Christ, you experience true spiritual blessings and happiness therein. Let's consider a second reason. As far as being happy and being blessed, if you have purpose in life. 
I love Acts 11 and verse 23, speaking of Barnabas. The Bible says, When he came and had seen the grace of God, was glad and exhorted them all, that with purpose of heart they would cleave unto the Lord. You know, when our hearts are set forth with a purpose, with a need in what we are to be about, then we're able to walk and be happy and to be blessed in Christ. In 2 Timothy 3 and verse 10, Paul told Timothy, But you have fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose. See, there it is. Faith, long-suffering, charity, and patience. You know, I find that rather interesting that purpose is right at the end of the first part of the phrase. Doctrine, manner of life, purpose. Well, one's doctrine and manner of life would express their purpose, and their purpose is brought forth through their faith and their long-suffering, their love, their patience. Anyone in Jesus Christ has a purpose in life, a life worth living, a life worth pressing onward, the purpose that is in accordance with the Word of God. And they are truly happy and blessed people. Happy and blessed people have a purpose. Why would they rise? Why would they press onward? That with a purpose of heart they would cleave unto the Lord, so their heart is set, and then it's encouraged by doctrine and the manner of life, faith and long-suffering, charity or love and patience. It all builds. Isn't it wonderful to have purpose in life? So many individuals think they do not have a purpose in life. But, dear friends, we all have that purpose in life, that we are able, by being in Christ, to be happy and to be blessed, that to be in Christ, we have that purpose that is for Jesus Christ. Let's consider another thought of being happy. Happy are you, or blessed are you, if you have friends in the Lord. In Proverbs 18.24, a man that has friends must show himself friendly, and there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. I love John 15.13 when Jesus says, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. You know, there is a special relationship in Christ Jesus for the friends that are also in Christ Jesus. And you know the characteristics we've noted is to show ourselves friendly, or to put ourselves first and foremost within the friendship, that we're able to grow therein with such sweet people who are also in the Lord and pursuing with purpose in life. You see, friends, that helps us to remain happy, to be blessed, to be refreshed. I know that my friends in the Lord, fellow Christians, encourage me and help me as we journey together. When I'm in my lowest moments, they are able to lift and strengthen me. When sometimes I'm too high in life, they love me and bring me down a little more. That we're able to press onward. It's like the story of the eagle. How an eagle, when a storm is before the eagle, will spread their wings to take them higher and above the storm. They work through it, but they spread their wings to go higher to manage And I know there have been many times that my brothers and sisters in Christ, my friends, have helped to expand my wings to help me to deal and to go above the storm and to God be the glory for such wonderful, wonderful living. So friends, when we're talking about being happy and blessed, are we grasping this? 
that one has to be in Jesus Christ in order to be one that is truly and honestly happy, and those that are blessed in Jesus Christ. Let's pause for just a moment within our study. Our J-Web is coming back to share with you how you can contact us here at International Gospel Hour. Let's pause for just a bit, and we'll be right back. The quickest way to reach us is our toll-free number, 1-855-IGH-6988. You can request free Bible study courses, ask a question, or make a comment. Let us know where you hear our broadcast. The number is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. That number again is 1-855-IGH-6988. Or if you prefer, 1-855-444-6988. Now, dear friends, happy are you, blessed are you, if you work for Jesus. Now, friends, sometimes a discussion of works can be misunderstood when we talk about being a Christian. You see, works are not what a man does in order to be saved. Works are what a saved man does. An individual that is obedient to the gospel of Jesus Christ will find work therein, but it is work that is the work of God. For example, when we look in John, the sixth chapter, that speaks about how the faith works, John 6.29, it is a work of God. How we're able to repent of our sins is a command, and to confess Christ is to express our faith. You know, when we're baptized into Christ, according to Colossians chapter 2, verse 12, we are buried with Him in baptism through the faith of the operation of God who has raised Him from the dead. When you look at the operation of God, the work therein, that is a work of God, friends, because He commands that for us. Our works are used to express our faith. And the Bible expresses about works and what we should be about and what we should do. For example, in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10, after Paul tells us in verse 8 that we are saved by grace through faith and that not of ourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast, he comes back and says how we are the workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Well, how are we created in Christ Jesus? Well, we know that we are placed into Christ Jesus, into His church, when we are baptized into Christ. Galatians three twenty six and 27. And in Romans 6, verses 4 through 6, when we're baptized into His death and raised up by the glory of the Father, and we should be raised to walk in a newness of life. Well, we do become His workmanship unto good works, that we express our faith. Good works are done so that others may glorify the Father above, the Father which is in heaven, Matthew 5 and verse 16. Consider also, folks, and we mentioned this moments ago, that works are what a saved man does, not what a man does to be saved. We do not see how many works we can attain in order to be saved, because salvation then is old unto us. And salvation is not old. Salvation is granted through God's grace based upon our obedient faith unto Him. 
One wor- one's works shows one's faith. That's James 2 and verse 14. When James within that text says, You have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works and I will show you my faith by my works. And he's writing there to Christians. Those whom the grace of God came unto them as it came to all men. Titus 2 verse 11. But when we go on in verse 12, teaching us that, denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. We are obedient to the gospel. We're faithful to the Lord. And our faith is expressed by the works that we bring forth. Again, James 2 verse 14. There we find a purpose in life is working and serving the Lord and that we will do that well, and let others see Christ in us, the hope of glory, Colossians 1.27. Dear friends, happy are you, number five, blessed are you if you have no fascination in this sinful world. There are a lot of things that can attract our attention that are good and fine, but sometimes they can take too much of our time. I live in an area of the United States where college football is very popular. As a matter of fact, sometimes I wonder if it is actually another religion. People get into it so much, and it's so easy to do that. It can not only be a sporting event, but it could be something of which we enjoy that seems to take more of our time away from the Lord. And you know, Satan can use good things and deceive us and pull us away from God. I think about Moses in Hebrews 11, verse 25, when he chose to suffer affliction with the people of God then, now listen, to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. And we must be careful to not lay up our treasures and store things away thinking that everything is well. You know, in Luke 12, verses 19 and 20, we learn about that rich farmer who had an exceptional crop. He was going to expand his barns. He thought everything was well and right, and he would say unto his soul, Soul, you have done well, and he would set back. And the Lord said, Tonight your soul will be required of you, then whose will those things be? When we put all our investments into the things of the world and not of God... Dear friends, happy are we if we have no fascination with this old sinful world. As in the days of Habakkuk of old, we are to be the just that live by faith, Habakkuk 2 verse 4, and rejoice in the God of our salvation, Habakkuk 3 and verse 8. The God of our salvation brings forth the gospel message of which we can obey. That's Romans 1, 16 and 17. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it or therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, for as it is written, watch it now, the just shall live by faith. Well, those were worded, that was worded rather in the days of Habakkuk, and it is worthy of us wording that today, to rejoice in the God of our salvation, to know that this old world does not have the attraction, but rather God. And we cannot be totally happy 
serving two masters. Jesus said that in Matthew 6, verses 19 and following, that no man can serve two masters. We have to hold to the one and despise the other, love one, hate the other. We have to make a choice. Jesus said you cannot serve God and mammon. But he goes on to remind us that where our treasure will, to where our treasure is, there will our heart be also. Dear friends, are we putting treasures upon this old earth? Do we have a fascination with this old sinful world? We need to turn away and turn closer to God. May we submit to you another thought. Happy are you or blessed are you if you have the hope of heaven. Paul in Romans 4 and verse 7 states the words of David from Psalm 32, 1 and 2. Blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. What a wonderful, awesome hope. Iniquities are forgiven, which means they are wiped clean. They will not be held to come against you with strong conviction. Whose sins are covered means that covered to where God could not look upon them. And dear friends, when we think about the hope of heaven and how God forgives us in obedience to His will, what a hope that keeps us motivated. Happy are we. Blessed are we. As we note from Titus 1 and verse 2, in hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began, God knew there would be hope of life eternal through Jesus Christ, of whom Paul said in Philippians 1.21, For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Dear friends, that is worthy for us to think about. Such hope, a hope of heaven. You know, when we talk about being happy, we talk about being blessed and truly happy with life. We've seen how the word happy, sometimes translated blessed, how that blends in beautifully, and it all is determined on our obedience to the Lord Jesus Christ. When we talk about being in Christ, we note, dear friends, the importance of faith in Jesus Christ. For without faith it is impossible to please Him, For he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Hebrews 11.6 How beautiful it is that we can repent of our sins. On the day of Pentecost, when they heard the preaching of the gospel in Acts 2, the Bible says in verse 37, they were pricked in their heart, which means this message hit them in their heart to where they were convicted and they needed to make things right. And they said, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Peter said, Repent, and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, that you can repent and be baptized. Jesus taught of confessing him before men, Matthew ten thirty-two and 33. Paul speaks of confessing Jesus with the tongue, Philippians 2 and verse 11. Every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. When we confess our faith in Christ, wherein the heart man believes unto righteousness, but with the mouth confession is made unto salvation, Romans 10, verse 10. And dear friends, confessing our faith is a beautiful, beautiful statement, just like the eunuch in Acts 8, 37, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. 
But friends, what puts us into Jesus Christ where there are spiritual blessings? What will give us purpose of life? Friends in the Lord, revive us to work for Jesus, to stay away from this old world and to embrace the hope of heaven. When we're baptized into Jesus Christ, the Bible says, For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ to put on Christ, Galatians 3:27. And when we're put on Christ and we're raised to walk in a newness of life, Romans 6, 4 through 6, then we are able to press onward and upward for the cause of Christ. Dear friends, are you happy and are you blessed? We hope this message today will encourage you toward that end. We want to pause here as our J-Webb will share with you the free Bible course that we will send by mail. We have many people that sign up for our courses to study on their own, to learn more of God's will for their lives, and we'd love to send one to you. Here's our J-Webb with the details of how you can receive our free in-home Bible course. Friends, the International Gospel Hour offers for free a Bible study course available by mail. That's right. At your own pace, you can study the Bible in your own home. It's free. Give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. We'll send it right away. Thank you for your interest in the things that be of God. So again, friends, the question, are you happy? Are you blessed in Christ with purpose, friends, and a hope? Are you laboring for our Lord, ignoring the pleasures and deceit of sin with the hope of heaven? Dear friends, when we believe in Christ as we're commanded in John 8:24 and Hebrews 11:6, we repent of our sins as commanded in Luke 13:3 and 5, preached by Peter in Acts 2:38 and Paul in Acts 17:30 and 31. When we confess Christ before men, confessing with our mouth the faith that is within our hearts, Romans 10 and verse 10, upon the command of Christ, as we note in Matthew 10:32 and 33, and we're baptized into Christ for the remission of our sins, Acts 2 and verse 38, dear friends, we then will be walking blessed, faithful, and happy. Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour radio broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie and friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. To God goes all the glory. And we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way. To listen to it again or other broadcasts, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. God be with you.